The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood along the shore. And he spoke to them at length in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it. Some fell on rocky soil, where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep, and when the sun rose, it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit, a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord be with you. Every summer, right about midsummer, we read this parable about the seed that's being sown. I like to think of it perhaps in a, a different way than when Jesus originally gave that parable. It meant so much back then. The people were experiencing from Jesus his words, the miracles, the healings. And they were confronted with the need to respond in some way to our Lord, whether they were going to accept what he had presented in the good soil of their hearts or if they were going to reject for different reasons who Jesus was. But today in 2023, it's perhaps a little different for us when we hear the parable. It can tell us a little bit about our past like the seed where we don't really choose where we are sown. We don't choose where we're born. We don't choose when we're born. A lot of that's not up to us, and all of us in this room have a different upbringing, some very happy, maybe some not so happy. But all of us can also read this parable as, a, as an invitation to make a decision today about tomorrow. All of us need to do what we can to try to bring ourselves to good soil. I think of our young people here that when you begin, for example, at uh, your freshman in high school or a freshman in college, you have choices to make of who you're gonna spend time with, who are your friends going to be. And in, all of the, in those, both of those places, there's, there's always, and I can speak from experience of having been to 11 different schools in my upbringing, there's always a group of those that are going to bring you down to their level and a group of those who will pull you up higher. And the invitation from our Lord today is surround yourself with those people that will bring you closer to God. I just got back from Guatemala a couple days ago. There's a few of you here present that were with me. Fifteen of us went. This is now the second year that we've been going to southern Guatemala, very close to the border of El Salvador. 
and we were there to continue the work that we've been doing for a few years now. It is beautiful to see uh, through our efforts here this very beautiful large church in Guatemala starting to rise up from the good soil that's there. The foundation is being laid and the walls are shortly going to be going up. We were there as well to help any of the poor families, which there's just so many there that live in, in little wooden huts with a dirt floor. And if you can give a family a cement floor, it seems like such a little thing, but it raises their quality of life, their health, uh, to a very high degree, and it just takes a day or two to mix all the cement. So we did that for uh, two families. We also changed the roof of a few homes and did what we could to help those in need. What we did for the young children, there's about 60 to 100 that would come every afternoon for vacation Bible school. It was kind of, kind of a, a tough uh, challenge when just imagine trying to get 60 kids to sit still and listen when you don't speak their language, right? That's a, it was our team though, it, I mean, I was in, so impressed with how we managed to do that with pictures and songs and, and different ways to approach the activities. We, we really had a beautiful experience there. And I was in the back with a group of the local uh, moms from the village there, and at the end they were starting to tell me a little bit about how the village had changed over these last few years because of our help and what was once a church that perhaps wasn't that alive is now growing, a lot of activity, people are coming, and there's just a different experience among the Catholics in the village about what it means to be a Christian. For me, that was such a good consolation going home from Guatemala to see the, the fruit being uh, harvested there. Now, I want to uh, talk a little bit about my next steps because some of you will have read the letter. Maybe some of you are reading the letter right now. Uh, and uh, since last summer, I've probably been asked once or twice a week if I was going to be reassigned or if I was staying at St. Gabriel's. And if you were one of the ones who asked me, I, you know I, I didn't really give you an answer. I probably dodged the question and sort of uh, gave a half answer because I really didn't know and I had to wait for the bishop to, to make a decision. Since February, I, was, uh, I met with the bishop and I was... I, I realized that my time was up, that this summer was going to be a change. It's got to be really hard for the bishop to do priestly assignments just because if you move one priest, then you have to send someone else, right, to take his place, and then you have to send a priest to take that priest's place, and it's just a domino effect all around. So uh, it's also just always changing, right, as different priests want different things, and, and so uh, the conversation since February has been, you know, maybe this, maybe that, maybe another thing, then that would change. And in that course of talking with the bishop, I also uh, put on the table and, and asked, since I've been in ministry for 12 years and I left home when I was 17 and haven't really ever been back for any 
amount of time if I could have a sabbatical, which is pretty usual for a priest to do uh, once or twice in his ministry. And uh, so I, I threw that out there for the bishop. It just seemed like a perfect time because my next assignment will certainly be all-consuming, and I really wouldn't be able to have a sabbatical any time after that. And so uh, the bishop in May, he gave me a verbal confirmation that, that that's what he was going to uh, allow me to do. But I had to wait for the paperwork to come in before I could announce it, right? And so that came in just before I left for Guatemala uh, in the beginning of July. So uh, I can now tell you about it, which uh, I'm doing right now. My family's very excited. There's a few members of my family that could really use my presence uh, in these next few months. And I'm really excited to be able to also have that break before my next assignment somewhere here in the diocese. So this is a, a, not so much a goodbye as a see you later. I wanna thank, first of all, Father Richard uh, for your uh, friendship and many of you probably don't know that Father Richard and I joined the seminary the same time in the same place July of or June of 1999 so uh, we've been working uh, together for a while his friendship is part of what led me here after my work in Latin America uh, and it's been an honor to be here when I met with Bishop Jugas in 2020 uh, from the get-go, he said he wanted me to work with Father Richard at St. Gabe's, that we would be a good team. So that's been great, Father Richard, thank you. Uh, he really is a, a priest's priest. There's a lot of priests that reach out to Father Richard for support. Uh, so thank you, Father Richard, and thank you to all of you. It's been the three happiest years as a priest, uh, and I look forward to many more. But you've been a gift. It's been an honor to serve you. and. Uh, thank you for all the prayers and support. Yesterday, on, or Friday night, when the email went out, Friday morning, my inbox blew up, right? Uh, so I haven't gotten back to anyone yet. There's uh, probably 200 emails there by now. So uh, I'll get back to you one by one over time. Uh, but thanks for the support and your prayers. May God bless you.